Hey, this is Bruce Boudreaux, and you're listening to Empty Betters with Nick Mack and Harrison. But listen, what about um, something like, uh, hey, listen, we're the Empty Betters, and you want to lose your money, you bet on us. Everybody and welcome back to episode 134 of Empty Betters. I'm your host Harrison Scholes, and it has been a hot minute. But right now, I am going to toss it across the screen to my co-host Nick Manella. Nick, it is so good to see your beautiful face on camera again. How's your summer going, dude? It has been a while. Like it, I, honestly, I know it's been like what two weeks, three weeks, and I know I say this every time, but it feels like it's been three months. Uh, I guarantee you, we're going to fuck up a bunch of stuff here on this episode today. So uh, please bear with us on that. But my summer's been good, man. You know, I just been hanging out here recently. I just got back from a great week in Denver. That was awesome. Uh, Spent the weekend in Richmond for the NASCAR race. So I have been on the go nonstop. So I am ready for hockey season to start and bring me back down to earth. Yes, we will get into the festivity details a little bit later on. But before we get there, I want to introduce our other co-host up in Wisconsin, Mac Vogel. How are we doing? We are back, baby. That's how we're doing. It sounds about right. (laughs) How things up in Wisco? Things are great. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a good summer so far. Um, Definitely have some fun stories. A couple of them. Beer league related, as uh, as will come to no surprise to most of you, uh, and also might come as little surprise to some of you. I will be sharing yet another story that involves stolen booze from a pro sporting event. So, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, same old, same old, basically with me. Sounds about right. And then our intern, are you still in Illinois? Yes, sir. I am still in Illinois. Our intern at Jackson Gross. How has your summer been going? Uh, incredibly busy. Um, I'm getting excited though. Got two weeks before I'm officially moved into my senior year apartment to stop going to school and paying thousands of dollars every year. So yeah, welcome to the club. <laughs> it's a very exclusive club. It's like eighty percent of America's in it, so you should feel very welcome. <laughs> oh, I do. Um, I do. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, like I mentioned, we will get caught up on all the details of everybody's summer uh, a little bit later in the episode. We just kind of want to run through the hockey part of the episode real quick. But before we get to that, we have a little fun segment here in the dog days of summer for the NHL. Uh, Action, obviously, is very slow. We're here in the middle of August. We got some World Junior action, but not much news. So Jackson is actually going to run through a hat trick segment that we're going to do. Um, kind of similar to like, you know, like a top five, whatever, like top five favorite, you know, hockey teams, arenas, whatever, but we're just going to do three. Um, and Jackson has the topic in the order of the draft. So, yes, I do. So our hat trick topic for today is going to be most former, most hated players in, in the league. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen really quick. I okay, I'll do that in a minute. But I have a wheel here that will go ahead and decide the draft order. Uh, it'll be a regular snake draft, like in all every fantasy football draft that you've ever probably done. So we'll go ahead and go with spin number one. 
Oh, Harry, you get number one pick for wow. Nice. Okay, so I have a question. So we're talking former players. Uh, if the player is still playing hockey, but it's not in the NHL, does that count? Uh, I think that's I will fine. say yes. I'll allow it. You for me, it. for me, the number one criteria is that they had to somehow torture you or make you angry, like at least five to ten years ago. I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do that. All right, first pick. Honestly, I did no preparation for this. I, I don't even think we knew if it was former or current players until we got on here. So I have uh, nothing on me at the moment. But <sighs> former players, my first overall pick, hated former players. This one's going to probably surprise a lot of people because it doesn't have much correlation to Penguins. I've never I've never been a big Kovalchuk fan, and that's why I asked you guys mm. the question if it could still be playing or not. There was um, – I think it was Brandon Dubinsky on Twitter like retweeted something the other day about how Kovalchuk in like Sid's rookie year like scored a clapper when Sid took a dumb penalty and like pointed at him right after. It's a pretty um, well-known clip. That kind of triggered my hate for him. And then once he went with like Jersey and he was in the division, he'd score every shootout goal under God's green earth on flurry. And it just drove me absolutely bonkers every single time. And he single-handedly beat the United States college team back in what? 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So he's up there. We watched together at what? Four in the morning, five in the morning. Yeah. That was a good time. So I'm going to throw Kovalchuk as my number one pick. It's a good Um, one. Yeah. We'll go ahead and go to wheel spin number two. The boy with the shades, Mac, you have pick number Mackie two. Boy. All right. All right. This is tough for, uh, for my number one overall pick. There's definitely a few names that, that I'm kind of tossing around right now, but like Nick said to me earlier, this is a go with your gut type of uh, type of game we're playing here. And this guy, I do respect him. I really do, but he tortured me so much through childhood. With the number one pick, we select Daniel Briere. Oh, that's a good wow, one. Wow, that was on my list. Shit. Yeah. I I mean, he really is a good player. He's fun to watch. And, uh, you know, Sabres fans, you got to love what he did way back in the day, too. But Flyers, he played for pesky teams, too, right? Like, just absolute teams that get under your skin in the first place. And then he's the number one guy on that team doing it. Um, but yeah, he knows how to score some goals and just knows how to annoy the hell out of you. It's a good one. Yeah. that's yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and for figure out number three and number four overall pick. So we'll go ahead and go with the last wheel spin. Nick, it's you, your number one most hated player. Matt Cook. <laughs> that I was knew. literally my second choice. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, I knew some. I knew one of that was good. Hey, he played for the Caps. What do you and mean? the Penguins too? I know. I know. And I know. and he did he play for the Lightning as well? I believe. I believe that's correct. Played yeah. for the yeah. Wild too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a absolute greaseball piece of shit hockey player. Just <laughs> you know, not yeah. a good thing to say about him. So next. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> All right, so with that, that means now I have back-to-back picks on my most hated players. And with the number one pick, the interns take uh, David Backus as the number one most hated player. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Obviously, big division rival with the Blackhawks back in the day. Um, Absolute annoying piece of shit. Um, (laughs) 
captain of the blues and just a really physical player who probably got away with some borderline um, dirty shit throughout his career, especially against the Blackhawks. So that's going to be number one. And then with the first pick in the second round of the most hated players draft, uh, the interns take Alec Martinez during his days with the LA Kings. Oh, this, okay. this motherfucker <laughs> scored five goals in the 2014 playoffs, the year this Kings ended up win the Stanley Cup. One of them, which should have happened because uh, Justin Williams slash, which I'll go to my grave on, goes off of Nick Letty and in, in in Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals. That was the year they pulled the bullshit where they won two Game Sevens after being down 3-0 against the Sharks and 3-1 against the Ducks. So Alec Martinez is just the most annoying player ever. And the sidebar, especially with that team. That 70s line with Toffoli and Jeff Carter absolutely hated them too. It was uh Tanner Pearson too, right? Was the other yep. end of that? Damn. Yep. Wait, it was it was Pearson Carter and who was the other one? Toffoli. Oh wow. I was gonna say, did all three of those guys at some point play in the Penguins after leaving the Kings? I guess two of the three did, but that's yep. pretty interesting. Also worth noting, uh Martinez not retired, but we're allowing Jackson with the uh the hatred there. So just wanna that just one, wanna like when that. you said it my brain cut to that conference finals <laughs> overtime winner. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Makes all the sense in the world. Uh, who, so now who's it go to Mac? It goes to Nick. Nick. He had the second to last. Uh, yeah. My second selection will be Christopher Kunitz. Um, <laughs> he can royally go fuck himself. Um, pesky little shit that is massively overrated in my opinion. Really never accomplished anything in the NHL. So <laughs> I'm, I just wanted to see Harry's face. But... Wow. You yeah. got to at least respect him. Like that's Chris, one of the ones. Like I've, okay. So mainly this one for me because that stupid overtime winner he had to send the Penguins to the cup final against Ottawa. I'm not a Sens fan by any mean. That's one of the hardest like TV remote spikes I've ever had. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? These assholes are going to go do it again. Like this is the greatest hockey game I've ever watched. I no, not even close. Like... <laughs> yeah, not even close. Very but yeah, Chris Kunitz, second pick, locking it in. All right. Mac. This is tough. I, I didn't know where I was going after Matt Cook was selected because, you know, we were really banking on him for our number two pick here. But uh, I think we're going to stick with the Daniel theme and go for number uh, number two as Daniel Carcillo. Oh, yeah, that yeah. one's not that one's not surprising to me at all. Kind of yeah. a suitcase too, right? Yep. He did move around, especially towards the end, I feel like. But I think of the Flyers yet again. And I'm just going to have all Flyers players <laughs> at the end of this probably. But yeah, I think of the Flyers most when I think of him. Mm-hmm. Yikes. All right. I've got a lot swirling through my brain for picks. I got the next two, right? You got back to back. I know. I know one of them for sure. <laughs> Do you? I actually, uh-huh. okay, I'll, I'll be fully transparent. I don't think one of my next two is going to be a Caps player. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Who are you going to say? I'm not going to pick him. Winter Classic 2011? I Okay, that makes I sense. I thought for sure you were going to come. Yeah. No, Steckle was, I, I get it. Like, I guess because, don't get me wrong, that, that play ruined a lot, but it's <laughs> it's like a one-time, like, freak incident, you know? Like, it, it's not like it repeated itself. Yeah. The guys I'm thinking, I just can imagine like a bunch of instances where I was just like, Jesus Christ. I guess number two, I'm going to go with Scott Hartnell. Uh, I oh, that's a good one. Dude, that 2012 year when 
it was like the last game of the season in pit. And then he like tries to beat the shit out of Italy and then Hulk Hogan penguins fans like mocking him. <laughs> and then the whole playoff series with like a thousand fights. Like it was a toss up between him or chemo team. And I was going to pick one of the two, um, but I'm going to go with Scott Hartnell at number two, just flyers penguins. You can't skip that. And the number three, I've, I've kind of battled back and forth in my brain. Um, I'll tell you who I have, and then I'll give my backup. I'm going to have Brandon Dubinsky at three. I think you all can guess why. He hates Crosby. I hate yeah. him. I hate him, too. That's a great pick. They fought. I mean, I respect him as a player. I don't think he's like a piece of – like a dirty piece of shit. But, God, he just got under our skin so much. Um, and I really hated playing against him, whether it was the Rangers or the Jackets. So he fought Sid, right? Yeah. He also yep. fought Ovi. Is he the only player to fight both of them? I He's got to be. There's no way he's not. Interesting. He's be. Um, I no honorable mention, I guess, who I was going back and forth in my head. I was going to go Trevor Gillies of the Islanders just because of the, the 2011 slaughterhouse that we had with the Islanders where he like beat the shit out of, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it's Tyler Kennedy. And he was like on the Zamboni track, like doing the Tom Wilson before Tom Wilson made it famous. So yeah, I guess that's my honorable mention. That's legit. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, of a really good last one. I feel like it'd be too easy to go with like one of the just absolute bruisers from like the mid 2000s, like Chris Simon or like Brendan Witt. Even though those guys played for the Caps too, I can still think of like just really dirty things that they did. Where I'm like, why are you the way that you are? Um, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I have to go with a little bit more under the radar guy. I'm going to go with Tuomo Rutu. Oh, okay. I just, I just think of him as a menace. He, he is a big bruiser guy too, that just puts the hurt on. And I feel like to round out my team, I need somebody who can really like stick up for Daniel Carcillo and Daniel Briere when they like inevitably piss people off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Did one one of the Rutus bite someone at some point? I, I was trying to think. There was like one incident, and I actually can't even remember if it was Yarko Rutu or Tuomo Rutu, but it, I, it was um I think it was Yarko, and I he might have played for the Pens, I think, the year it happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will also give an honorable mention. Um wasn't wasn't like Jordan Tutu an absolute menace too. You remember he that was, guy? He was yeah. 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 He he comes to mind big time as well. That's yeah, a he, good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh Nick. Is that me again, Jay? Yep. Cool. I am gonna finish up with Aaron Asham. <laughs> That's a great one. That's so good. Big fuck penguins guy, huh? Yeah, one uh one specific incident comes to mind, but uh just some other ones too. Yep, exactly. The Jay Beagle uh taking that, a nap on that the ice one incident. Is brutal. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. That uh that's definitely a YouTube clip that did not age well for 2022, but you know what? It was what well over 20 like 10 years ago, so it is what it is, but Aaron Asham, and then as an honorable mention, Harry, just to round this list out evenly, it was going to be him or Tyler Kennedy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Holy yeah. crap. I love DK. I don't know I get... why. I just always thought he looked like a bowling pin. So, <laughs> so <laughs> time out. We're all three of the players at one point Penguins. Who is your? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. That makes sense. Cook, Kunitz, Asham, and then honorable mention would have been Kennedy. 
Yeah, there wow. you go. I mean, it's like go with your gut, right? I don't hate it. I mean, <laughs> I respect it, honestly. I probably should have just picked all Caps players. So, Dale Hunter would have been a good one if you're not a Caps fan. Very true. He, he pissed a lot of people off. Chris Clark came to mind, but interesting. Legend. Yeah. He's yeah. a warrior. It, well, exactly. And he played against my team. Anyways, I don't want to steal yeah. Jay's spotlight. Uh, quick fact check. It was Yarko Rutu. He bit uh, Andrew Peters of the Buffalo Sabres All right, back I in remember 2009. That. Then give wow. me Yarko. I'll they take Yarko. Okay. <laughs> Switching it up. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> I remember that game. I'm pretty sure the Pens were wearing their powder blues right about then after the Winter Classic here. That's wow. My mind needs help. <laughs> I can oh. like you'll remember that, but like I can't remember like what I stood up to do two minutes ago, like that kind oh, of. I'll stuff. get yelled at for not remembering to turn the air off or something like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So with the last pick in the most hated players draft, the interns take uh former Minnesota Wild uh, winger Zach Parise. Wow. It wasn't that he was like one of those physical bruiser guys. He was like one of those pesky little fuckers that was just extremely good, came up in big moments against the Hawks in playoff series. They never won, I think, except like once that I can think of. So dude just always raised my blood pressure anytime the Blackhawks played the Wild, and he was just so fucking annoying. So New Jersey Devils legend. Yeah, when he was in his prime, he could – hurt you in any way whether it was the corner in the slot just along the wall dude was a absolute swiss army knife surprise nobody picked sean avery bit bit of a slam dunk but yeah you know. yeah so quick question is parise under contract for this year or no i think they bought him out or mm-hmm. something didn't they, they did yeah okay Weird. i actually didn't know uh yeah. matt martin i'm surprised no one said matt martin also oh, okay yeah he yeah. would have been a good one Parise signed a one-year 750k contract with the Islanders. Basically retired. We'll count it. Boom. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of who else could have gotten. I on thought that about list. going like the Rangers route, but like I wanted to say like Stepan or McDonough yeah. or Callahan. Callahan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one definitely mm-hmm. comes to mind. I Honestly, I I used to hate Carl Haglin when he was on the Same. Rangers. And oh the my Penguins. god. That dude was the bane of my existence. And now yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this guy is harmless. I love I him. used to hate <laughs> Lundquist like with a burning passion. Oh yeah. When Kuznetsov retires, he'll be on there for me. So <laughs> wow. hundred percent. You don't like the uh you don't I like can't the fly guy. That shit. I, uh, listen, I respect oh, have you not heard? No, I respect the story yeah. behind it. I just don't like it. You mean you haven't heard? It was my understanding <laughs> that everyone had heard. Oh. <laughs> You understood incorrectly, Mr. Yeah. Penguin Hater. <laughs> oh, All right. God. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that little segment. Figured it would switch some things up while the uh, news is slow this summer. Uh, we are going to get to the league news. But before we do, just want to remind you guys that this episode is brought to you by Brackish Life. If you're like us and grew up on the water and outdoors, then Brackish Life is perfect for you. They have a wide selection of gear from UV shirts to hoodies and hats. It's Real Bay Apparel made by Real Bay people. Head to www.brackish.life today to check them out. A little salty, a little fresh, brackish life. Nick, I know you were wearing some brackish life over at your uh, time in Colorado looking sharp. I was, yeah, man. It uh, it kept me cool. And uh, shout out to Kyle. They have been absolutely killing it lately. So great to see our friends over at Brackish Life doing so well. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Um, so let's get to the league news here real quick. Um, so latest update that we're all really stressing about, obviously, because we're big jersey heads over here. Adidas will not renew the NHL jersey deal after the 2023-2024 season. Uh, Adidas took over from Reebok as the NHL's uniform manufacturer on a seven-year deal in 2017. It introduced new technology into the sweaters, and they are most known for their popular reverse retro series jerseys that served as alternates for all the teams in the NHL over the past couple of years. Uh, Adidas also will not be renewing with its NHL players, according to Greg Wyshynski. Its biggest client is Edmonton Oilers captain, Connor McDavid. That's a big client to not want to renew a deal with, just saying. So before we talk jerseys, I just want to say, like, if I'm Adidas, I was thinking about this today, like, McDavid will make one Instagram post every four months, and it's sponsored, and he's wearing the same pair of gray and white shoes in every single photo. So if I'm them, I'm kind of like, dude, what the shit? <laughs> like, you know, like you see like LeBron or, or Giannis or anybody like the big time athletes, they come into the games, like wearing all sorts of like crazy Nike shit. That's like super branded. So I kind of don't blame them on that front. It seems like a kind of a, not a great return on your investment there, but nonetheless, let's talk some unis. Who do you guys want to see take over the rights to this? That's... Don't go, don't go back to Reebok. I really yeah. hope they don't. I Thank hated, you. I hated the Reebok. Thank you. Um, honestly, I would love to see CCM get this. Oh, so you want like a hockey? Brand. Look at like what CCM yeah. does with like the jerseys in the A and like the O, the W, yeah. and the Q. They are so clean. They have I a agree. perfect mix of retro ones and current ones. Like the Hershey Bears current one. Um that I showed you guys, it's got like the, the cool, like zigzag pattern, like on the collar too and stuff. Like it is just so detailed. I think they did a great job with it. So yeah, hopefully those guys get it on a uh, max dome. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would not mind seeing Under Armour take a step in there. I know mm -hmm. that's maybe a hot take, but there's some of their college uniforms, specifically the Boston college ones. Those are money. And I I, those are good. Yeah, I knew somebody would say it and I thought about it. But for me, I'm worried if it goes to Under Armour that it will just get too like like football-y in a weird way. You know what Borky, I mean? Like I, lacrosse -y or like highlighter yeah, orange and yellow like I, everywhere. Yeah, I'm a little worried what – I don't know. I just – I would much rather an actual hockey brand like CCM have it. Nike would be sick. I just don't see them doing it. Like they've been out of hockey since – like how long has it been now? Yeah, they've been out for a while and they also have – they would – they would then have all four major team sports in North America under contract for uniforms because baseball has it. They do baseball now? Yeah, you haven't noticed that? Mm. Look at the unis. They're baseball mm. and basketball and football, yeah. Wow. So if they got hockey. Wow. Before, um, what have your guys' thoughts been on Adidas so far? I've actually really have enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think thought they looked good. A, yeah, they've done yeah. a decent job with uh, what they've – I mean, they sort of came in and were just sort of handed it, did their th same thing for like two years, and then they got creative with it. So that's good. I mean, at least they did something in their seven-year time in the sport. So um, the reverse retro thing was a home run. People went mm -hmm. crazy for that. Well, I, and they're oh, already yeah. doing those again. So at mm -hmm. least we get one more re-up of that before they peace out. Yeah. I, I kind of just don't understand, like, you know, maybe they pull away from, like, their athletes. Like, I get that. But I don't know why they're ditching, like, making the jerseys entirely. I kind of am disappointed mm. by that. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah. Who's, like, a dark horse brand? I'm trying to think. 
What if Puma stepped up? So that's oh, what I was thinking. Crazy. It would be weird. Starter. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be no lie. TK. That, that yeah. would be gas. Yeah. I would be. I would be for it. I'm with it. I have no oh, problem. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Franklin. Oh <laughs> See my god. Franklin's boys step up. Yeah. High tech. Models branded like specific, like generic jerseys and stuff. Played again sports. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yes. the empty betters jerseys that we have. Like yes. the played again logo on it. Yeah. So, all all the NHL jerseys have the stop sign on the back. For oh them. my god. <laughs> we need to get wow. these off safe. Um, all right. Moving on. Is he injured or is he not? The world our may never know. Player, our oh, favorite no. player. Robin Lehner is expected to be out for the entire season for the Vegas Golden Knights after undergoing hip surgery over the past week. He had 23 wins for Vegas last season. Huge news coming out of Vegas. Uh, I know it's been a minute since we've re- recorded, but it's also worth mentioning Bruce Cassidy is also their new coach, and they're already making golden statues out of him. So um, I don't know what's going on with that team. I'm officially on the fuck Vegas wagon. But what are your guys' thoughts on Vegas going into the season, knowing their number one goaltender is out? All I can think of when I think about the Vegas Golden Knights, like literally if you mention Vegas Golden Knights, I just start picturing a clown putting on his clown makeup in a mirror, just just looking at himself, just putting on clown makeup. That's it. That's the night. That's that's VGK right there. You just you've just helped me create a new meme. I will get on that as soon as possible. Good. I, the, uh, I expect to see that the, on my desk by 8 a.m. tomorrow. The, the the clip from the end of Billy Madison when Steve Buscemi's putting on the lipstick. Yeah. In the mirror. Right. Or or even better, just seeing like the Joaquin Phoenix's Joker yes. try and smile yes. and start to cry. My first thought is like, who in the hell is going to start a net? So that's what I was going to ask. Could someone pull up? Uh, I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah. See, who, is it Laurent Brassois or are we off that wagon? Uh-huh. I thought I thought he went to like um, Winnipeg can't. or something like that. I thought or, so too. You're probably my brain cells in the last. I think it's like that. Logan Thompson or maybe it's yeah. Brassois. I don't know. Regardless, do you think Vegas will be a playoff team this year? It's so mm. hard to say because, like, on paper, you would say no-brainer that team's in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like this is going to be the year that it just turns from an implosion to an explosion and just mm. blows up. And yet again, Jack Eichel is trapped. I would like to see it, personally. It's hard, man. I, I really don't like Vegas now. Like, just the whole management group, the amount of turnover, I'm not a fan. But, man, Jack Eichel, dude, like, this guy hasn't been to the playoffs yet, and we're on year what seven, eight coming up. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I rough. think, like, I don't know. I think it was a mistake for him to leave the East. What would you do if the Sabers make the playoffs before VGK does? Like, they before, will before Jack Eichel does as a knight. I think they actually. Might. I think they might. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I actually don't think you're crazy if you say that. Also, Jamie. like, call me crazy. I think Seattle might win a cup before Vegas does. Oh my god! Oh, okay. I mean, they made some. They made some pretty good moves this offseason. Seattle did. I will give it to them. Yeah. Jay, you got depth chart up. So I do. So currently, this is according to Cap Friendly. Uh, they do have Laurent Bassoin, and oh. they do have Logan Thompson. Okay. But they also have Leafs legend Michael Hutchinson in the oh. minors as well, along okay. with Jiri 
Patera. Okay. As we know, bless we you. Know we know who that is. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That all sounds good. <laughs> the Czech Republic legend. Oh, thank you for informing me. I apologize for not understanding. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's talk in Vegas so far. So, yeah. uh, moving. I, like, hold on, real quick though. Like the statue thing. Like that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's so stupid. <laughs> so, for those who don't know what we're talking about, there is apparently a a giveaway on one of their home games early on in the season where they're giving away a a like golden statue from the shoulder up of Bruce. Cassidy, who they just hired like three weeks ago, to, and they're giving it away to all their home fans, some home game in like November or December, and no one really knows why. I guess they're trying to play it as like the golden theme, like it's gold. I don't know. I don't know what they're going for. It I saw sense. like I mean the memes of this have been hysterical. <laughs> There's yeah. like I mean like someone did like yogurt from Spaceballs, like the little gold guy, like. Someone was like, why would I want like a Buddha statue of my hockey coach? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, it's a little strange in my yeah. opinion. It's uh, like I also know, like he just got hired. Like, yeah, it's not like he's a legend. Right. right. Like, it's yeah. Bruce Cassidy and he'll probably right. end up getting fired in two years because people don't like to play for him. So true. All right. Yeah. I'm deaf if I've ever seen it. Let's uh, talk in Vegas this summer. Uh, moving on, Max Pacioretty of the Carolina Hurricanes, no longer the Vegas Golden Knights. Surprise, surprise. Uh, he is going to have surgery and will likely be out the first half of the season due to recovering from a torn Achilles. So, obviously, the Canes get Pacioretty. We didn't really have an episode talking about all the trades that went down, but um, obviously a big acquisition for them. And, uh, you know, it's kind of going to suck for them not getting him until probably after the new year. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the Rangers, they named Jacob Truba the 28th captain in franchise history. Uh, single-handedly won them the series by concussing Sidney Crosby, so that's great. Um, I don't think we need to talk about this team anymore, do we? Anyways, moving on. The internet yeah. loved that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 they did. <laughs> Penguins Twitter was in flames on that one. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a good that was a good laugh for me. Um, the Bruins, they're bringing it back man they're going for one more run at it all they bring back david krejcich from the czech republic and also get patrice bergeron back on a one-year deal and they also signed pavel zaka to a one-year deal the bruins are bringing it back they're going for one more what are your guys' thoughts Annoying. I like I like what they're doing. I'm not gonna lie. I I respect it. I hate the Bruins, but I I kind of respect it. And like that tweet I sent you guys about like how, how they were talking about just like they're really trying for like one last dance type of thing. It's you got to respect the hustle for sure. I I think it's cool that Krejci's coming back and trying it one more time with the boys. Yeah, I think I think it's really cool. Although, I just. Weird side note, I feel like the last dance thing is starting to get really overused. I mean, it was one thing like when it first came out with the Bulls and they've won three titles. These motherfuckers haven't won a title in 11 years. They haven't won That's a fair. title since I was in elementary school. This is not <laughs> some this is not some like huge dynasty that won like three or four cups together made six stanley cups and did all this True. they made one finals and lost to a team that had never won a stanley cup ever you make a good point honestly i mean i i don't disagree with anything you said and i'm all for dunking on the bruins too so 
I think they're going to be like annoyingly good this year. I think we're going to see like a second round playoff berth from this team. I don't know why I think getting Cassidy out of there, getting some of those guys like to buy back in, getting DeBrusque to buy back in. I think it's going to work out great. Goaltending still a little bit of a question mark, but you know. Yeah. I also don't think it's a coincidence that uh, the actual Chicago Bulls fan on the podcast is, you know, referencing how last (laughs) dance is overused. I don't think that's a coincidence there, my friend. So yeah, but I respect it. I I agree with you. It might be a little overplayed here these days. Well, cause then like Brady and like Gronk and all them were talking about it. So yeah, they actually win though. So I guess that's, I know it's so fucking annoying. It's like, it's, (laughs) Um, alrighty, the Calgary Flames. Obviously, since we last spoke, the blockbuster deal of Kachuk and Huberdo went down. You've heard all the analysis on every network about that. We're not going to really touch on that. But what we will touch on is that Huberdo signed an eight-year, $64 million extension in Calgary. There was a lot of speculation if he would re-up there, given the fact he was going to be a free agent after this year. But he does. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? That is how you get someone to move from Miami to Northwest Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a what? Sign to 64 mil? Yep. I, I think you're actually missing about 20 million in that deal. I think it was eight years, 84. 84 million. No Giddy glasses up. Wow. We. No glasses on. Apologies. Um, yeah. So that would take the AAV to over what? 10 mil a year? Yeah. Just over about 10.4 random crap. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, video of some Flames fan getting him to sign their Kachuk cards? Yes. (laughs) So funny. He was like in his car and they like pulled up to him with the window down. We're like, oh, I'm so sorry to bother you. Can you sign this real quick? And he's like, sure. And he's like signing. And halfway through, he he like kind of realizes he's like, oh, my God. This is (laughs) a happy Kachuk card that I'm signing. Call me crazy. I have this massive gut feeling that Florida is going to like look like this is going to be the trade that Florida like Panthers fans are going to be like, we never should have ever done that. I kind of agree, I, and I, I sort of hope it does work out that way, too, because I don't really like the Panthers, like, one bit. And for some <laughs> reason, I, I've talked about it before, I love the uh, I love the Flames, so. Plus, Huberdeau is a legend, low-key. Like, I don't know, I, I got a lot of respect for that, dude. Apparently, when he's done this contract, he will be top 10 all-time in career earnings amongst NHL players. Wow. Absolutely. It makes sense. I mean, he'll be over 100 million career earnings after this, so. Didn't have to pay state tax in in Florida too, so yeah. Um, I think it's a great deal for the Flames. You know, not obviously he's a star, but um, you know, you get the big name, Kachuk leaving, Kachro leaving. Everybody's kind of down in the dumps, and then you get you know probably a guy who could have been in the MVP racer was right there in it um, all year long, signed long term. I think it's great for the Flames. I actually think hot take. I think they might be better this year than last year. I'm sorry, I can't wreck I still can't wrap my head around the fact that Johnny Johnny Gaudreau is gonna be on the freaking Columbus Blue Jacket this year. <laughs> That's just not like... real. That's fake. That's fake. That's not real. Do you th- do you think the Flames are gonna be better this year? Like, am I crazy for the saying that? They lose two star players, bring in one. Hmm. I don't know. They could I don't be. think you still have too, a lot I of talent like, there. I see where you're going with it, and I don't think you're too far off. I think they will probably look to get one more key piece at the deadline, and if they get a big fish, look out. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. And I also think Florida, like, dude, the amount of shit they've given up for Giroux and um, Kachuk, and, you know, they've given up, like, five draft picks, Mackenzie Weger, 
um, Owen Tippett, you know, jo- Jonathan Huberto, like they're just dishing out all of this shit left and right over the last couple months. It's like, I, I don't, and with Bob Bosky's contract, they might be screwed. I don't know. Yeah. No one's going to take that guy. No, absolutely not. Not for that money. No. So um, the Sharks, they're going to retire Patrick Marlowe's number 12 in February. Uh, thanks for playing like five games with the Pens. That was cool. Uh, and then the Ducks, they signed John Klingberg to a one-year deal reported at $7 million. So congrats to Klingberg on your Orange County state tax. All right. Watch those Ducks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the World Junior stuff here in a second, but if the Ducks could just tank, they might be okay. Oh, um, my God. Well, let's get into the World Juniors chat, but before we do, I think Mac has a word from Sharpbrick. Sure do. I uh, just want to remind you that this season, this upcoming season, all of our picks are going to be powered by SharpRank. SharpRank created the first ever cross-sport rating system, ranking betters from any sport on one leaderboard that anyone can dominate, even you. SharpRank is backed by some of the biggest names in the sports gambling world, such as BetMGM, Betway, and Sports Illustrated. Download the free app for iPhone and Android today. Nick, you want to uh, you want to run the uh, run the bus, drive the bus rather on the uh, World Junior stuff? Sure, absolutely. I don't know if you guys have been watching at all. I've watched a little bit since I've been back in the Maryland area after my uh, trip out west. Um, got some great quarterfinal matchups coming up today. The day you guys will be listening to this, that's the seventeenth. Finland's going to play the Germans at noon. Uh, the Swedes and the Latvians will play at three thirty. Canada and Switzerland will be at seven and then the U S and the Czechs will be at 10 30. Once again, the U S gets shafted with a shitty draw on this as usual. Uh, big shout out to Latvia though. I mean, they pulled off a huge upset beating the Czechs and advancing to the quarterfinal for the first time ever. So I know they have a tough draw against Sweden, but that's awesome for them. One of the reasons why this, uh, this tournament is just so great. Uh, Canada is stacked, uh, <clears throat> Bedard and McTavish have been a blast to watch together. Uh, and I do love how like I'll go on like TSN after these games and like the Canadian writers will try and write objectively about this team that just shit pumped oh. someone like seven to one. Yeah. And it's like, but Connor Bedard says we still have a lot to give. It's like, well, he's not going to go out there and say, <laughs> yeah, we just dropped our sack all over Finland. Like yeah. you, you can't say that. So <laughs> Um, it's just, it's so entertaining. Uh, good win for the U S over the Swedes the other night, three to two gutsy win, carry that momentum into the quarterfinals against the checks. Hopefully they can get it done tonight. So, uh, yeah, I guess we got to talk about Bedard a little bit. I was watching, um, some highlights from, I can't remember who they played. It might've been Switzerland. I don't know. Um, they just played yesterday and at the first intermission report after they were up three, nothing, uh, if you didn't see the highlight, Bedard gets a pass from McTavish, like in the neutral zone, comes down the right wing and literally like OV, like Matthews, like wrist curl snapshot, just top cheese, probably like 92 miles an hour right off the wrist. It's insane watching him shoot. Uh, he scores a goal. And then at intermission, Bob McKenzie was saying that in his team Canada career like when he's wearing a team canada jersey whether it's you 16 you 20 whatever he's 21 goals in 18 career games yep he's good he's a goal a game if and better i mean this kid is he's 
the next McDavid. There's no other way to paint it. Like he's going to be that good. I, it's it's crazy to think the last time, and we were talking about this in our group chat, that you've seen a player that people are saying, if he was old enough, I would have drafted him like two years ahead of time. Yeah. He's 17 years old and he might have the fourth best shot in the world. Yeah. I was reading the tweet today. It was like, Matthews, Line, A, Ovechkin, and Bedard's like fourth. And I was I, like, I believe it. I was like, yeah. you know what? I kind of buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I could see it. He's going to end up having 100 points his rookie season. I would be shocked if he didn't. Um, it's going to be fun to see who tanks for him and who's yeah. like purpose. I was going to say, but where is he going to go? That's the uh, that's the big question. I I will literally cry myself to sleep if Philly goes and gets him because they finished last because they're going to suck so much this oh, year. But see, here's the thing. They're <laughs> going to think that they can come into this season and just be bad. And then they're going to forget that they have to try and be bad. And then they'll end up being like the third worst team in the league. And I also yeah. don't think that Tortorella is going to allow any sort of like, yeah, that's true. you know, mm-hmm. he's going to, he's going to be like, I don't give a shit about Connor Bedard. You're here to play <laughs> hockey right now. Yeah. yeah. One Jay- player doesn't make a team. The team <laughs> makes it a team. <laughs> Yeah, and they're all gonna be like, "No, but we want we want Bedard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we want him. Um, right. Jay, I don't want to, you know, I guess tease you too much, but the Hawks all of a sudden trading Patty Kane and Jonathan Taves doesn't seem like such a bad idea if you can get this kid. Or, or oh, suck with them there <laughs> oh. and have a just a line of Bedard, Taves, and Kane. Because... Could you imagine that? Jesus like, Christ. And I have to say, I shout out to Twitter for showing the highlights of future Blackhawk Connor Bedard. It's been an absolute pleasure seeing those highlights from time to time. But yeah, no, Bedard, like, honestly, I would trade Jonathan Tays and like two first, three first round picks for Bedard, like full yeah. stop. I wouldn't do it for Kane because Kane's probably still got four or five years of like still awesome play left in him. You're but, emotionally attached too. I mean, I'm, I'm too emotional. Like the jersey right here, it's a Patrick Kane jersey. I'm way too emotionally attached to him to trade him. So yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Um, what about Kent Johnson? This kid is insane. We're talking Stud. about the blue, we're talking about the Blue Jackets last episode when they got Johnny Hockey. This kid is the real deal. Uh, pulling off Michigan goals like it's nothing. You have to think that had to be a selling point for bringing Johnny Hockey to Columbus, like. Hey, I know we haven't done anything recently. Look at where we're going. Yeah, that kid is nasty. And uh, what's his nuts? The the Coyotes pick, Logan Cooley. He tried yeah. it too for Team USA. Just missed it by a couple inches. That was pretty sweet as well. Um, but yeah, it's shaping up to be a good tournament. Hoping we can get a USA and Canada gold. That would be awesome. That would be sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, boys, not a whole lot to talk about. Let's uh, let's do a little catch up on the summer here. Nick, why don't you talk about your uh, your trip to Colorado and all the stuff that you did? Yeah, I went out to Denver for a week with the fam. It was great to you know just get out and and do some stuff. I think I've mentioned on here that normally when my family travels, we're in the water for about nine to twelve hours every day, diving or snorkeling. So to switch it up was always great. Um, <clears throat> caught a Rockies game. 
awesome park. Oh my God. You guys have to go. If you haven't, did you see uh, some dingers, big hitters, saw some absolute dingers. Uh, the mascot is also named dinger. So I also saw him as well. <laughs> so we count that as like three to five dingers. Yeah. Um, he counts as a few for sure. Yeah. We were, um, pretty close to like the, uh, Dodgers dugout. So like got to see like Kershaw and like my dad got to see like Mookie Betts up close. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, it was actually uh, one of the Dodgers players. It was his um, MLB debut, and he went yard in like the third inning too. So that was like really cool. Like pretty Do you much. Remember the whole... who it was? I don't off the top of my head. Okay. Um, I just like... saw the Dodgers last night at Miller Park. So yeah, I... but it was cool because like the whole stadium like stood up and applauded for him because it's like I mean, come on, like first game, that's amazing. Yeah, a lot of respect. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Uh, that was awesome. Bike tour through Garden of the Gods National Park. That was amazing. Uh, concert at Red Rocks. Uh, Dixie Chicks. I mean, come on. That's like right in my wheelhouse. Um, You're the best son in the world. You know uh, that? Also, like, kind of my target dating demographic. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're not. Oh, Everybody, yes. <laughs> find out where your mom is tonight. <laughs> um no that was i mean that tailgate experience was a ton of fun like we just tailgated out of our rental car and like you have to walk up like a 45 degree like grade just to get there um i don't know how people got out of there but um yeah uh it was a ton of fun fly fishing all day one day that was amazing pulled in some hogs so um I just like while I was there, I just kept looking up at the sky like every 10 minutes. I'm like, it just goes forever up there. So, yeah, awesome time. And he, didn't you have a rant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The people there, man, they don't know how to walk. They don't know how to walk. Well, they probably can't walk straight if you catch my drift. Hold up. Because they're high, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there before you go any further, because when you texted us this like a few weeks ago or whatever and you were like incoming rant long story short people don't know how to walk yeah i, I was like this is the most like like old guy old man rant, rant. yeah absolutely and yeah. it just cracks me up mentally so I'm, I'm very ready to hear this yeah Continue. mentally six or 86 doesn't matter which one it flips back and forth uh it's like every person i was behind on the sidewalk was walking in like a zigzag pattern like you would see like a submarine captain do to avoid a torpedo. I swear to God. I'm like, dude, like one side of the sidewalk or the other, just pick. Uh, I don't know if it's me when I'm in a city and I get like my city walk back and just start booking it. But um, yeah, I like had to like break check myself like 10 times to stop someone from just walking into me. So they're all, they're all probably high. I mean, they don't mm -hmm. spatial awareness diminishes a little bit. Yeah. Um, have you ever tried walking around at a Costco before? Oh my God. It's like, do you know how <laughs> many times my ankle just gets drilled by like that double wide cart? Oh, that double wide cart is insane, but it's for all the big bulk items. Yeah, know, it'll do some gotta, damage. Yeah. yeah. You should Costco. be required to take a moving through space 101 course before walking around a Costco on a Saturday afternoon. Well said. I also think Trader Joe's belongs in that conversation. Oh, yeah. The one in Kenilworth. Good luck a war zone literally you're in the trenches yeah it's insane um but i'm glad you had fun uh what about richmond how'd you how'd that go richmond was a good ass time uh about nine boys for like two days in nascar so uh you can imagine what that hotel bathroom smelt like um <laughs> <laughs> or just the hotel room itself smelt like but uh always a good time Same in thing. richmond it was yeah. sweltering hot i don't know if you guys recall but they actually bumped this race up a month from last year 
So it was in August instead of September. And uh, that field was just like a crock pot. It just cooked itself um, during the tailgate, but we had great seats, great weather. And uh, um, I've, I'm still pretty exhausted from that one. I did not go hard at all. I was kind of oh. dad on this trip. So um, you learned from last year. I learned from last year. I had my fun last year. See, last year was an outlier because normally I'm dad dad when it comes to like the tailgate stuff. So you got too excited when Mac daddy came into when town. Mac daddy then, came. Yeah. yeah, that was a special day. So that story is still so popular amongst like that group of guys like you getting out of an airport in a suitcase. Yeah. Walking oh, we talked a... about it like 10 times this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Walking, walking through a grass field <laughs> in a NASCAR race, like fully clothed with a suitcase. Like, hey guys, I just got off a plane. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. But no, it was Minute, a great time. Minutes and, uh... later, I'm drunk. <laughs> 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 Who could have foreseen this happening? <laughs> no. Yeah. Mac, I think uh, I think you got some good, uh, good beer league stories, a couple summer stories. Why don't you share with the listeners what you've been up to? I do, I do. Um, let's jump right into the beer league stuff because this is this has been at the forefront of of my noggin recently. Um, so, Team Camino, we just played our final regular season game, and the playoffs are coming up this Friday. Um, but I I'm here to tell you about the final two regular season games, particularly the second to last one, which was now about two weeks ago. Uh, we. Ended up 500 on the regular season, so we went 5-5, five and five, and we won our last two games. So it was not a great start to the season, but, you know, finished strong. We've got some momentum. Uh, actually, now I think about it, it's the third. God, it has been that long since we've been on the show. It's the third to last game that I really am trying to tell you about. I can skip the other two, but here's what happened. We are playing Milwaukee Tool, and unfortunately – it's less than five minutes into the first period and we are losing six to nothing, six goals in like four minutes. And before you know it, you're just like, Oh shit, we're, we're fucked. It's going to be one of those. We're getting, and we're, and we're st- and like, there's no more just annoying feeling. Cause now you're like, mother. Now we just have to sit here. Like now I'm going to be here for an we hour. We have to play this entire <laughs> game and there's just no way we can like win probably. Like, I mean, stranger things have happened in beer league, but you know how it goes. You're like, we're kind of fucked. And this was all happening because of our goalie. Unfortunately, I love our goalie. He's great. He's actually a really, really good goalie. Everyone has bad days. Don't know what the hell happened to him. He just didn't show up that game. And he was the first to admit it afterwards, but all of this is besides the point, just the background necessary for you to understand that, like I said, it's about five minutes into the first. We're losing six to nothing. We've already been called for like two penalties that like were kind of questionable. And we're like, bro, we're losing six to nothing. You're really going to like keep calling penalties on us, whatever. And it's this, this ref. This is the story, boys. This is the meat and potatoes here. See, this the, is coming out. I can see it. <laughs> the ref. I He's not our normal guy. We usually have this one guy, younger dude named Billy. And this dude, he's like an older guy, 
Reagan or something. That's I think that's like his last name, and it's fitting because he just puts the freaking hammer down, you know. And uh, <laughs> but this guy, like he, like he, he just has such like an authority complex, you know. He's one of those guys that's just like this is his big moment to like, like he got into refereeing for the whistle. He like probably like failed cop school or something, and so now he, <laughs> and now he's like a ref, and it's like okay, dude, like give it up. But and I get a trip. A trip kind of that I necessarily agree with. And we're losing six to nothing. And I am skating to the penalty box. And I literally said under my breath, I was just like, this is fucking brutal. That's all I said, <laughs> word for word. And I get in the bench. And like, I was kind of just talking about like the game in general. I mean, sure, I was talking about the call, but I, I really wasn't like yelling at him. I just like skated off. And I was like, God, this is fucking brutal. I get in the box. And he like doubles back, skates back to the time, the time thing. And it's like, add another two for 20, like for unsportsmanlike conduct. And Dude. I was like, bro, what? I was like, are oh you my God. like in a six to nothing game? It's six you're nothing. Doing this right now. Like, give it up dude and I, I and so then i'm mad i'm yelling now now i'm like i wasn't even talking to you like i'm screaming at him i'm like get back here like i wasn't talking to you the other ref skates over to me and he's like an old kooky like dingbat type <laughs> and he literally skates over and he goes what did you call him a funny name or something? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, no, I didn't even, I didn't, but I guess he thought I did or something. And he's like, ah, he's just in a mood today or whatever. And like skates away. And then like halfway through my penalty, the, the original ref, like is like, it's, you know, play is happening. He happens to be passing the box and he like turns to me while he's like standing there on the ice and just goes, keep your fucking mouth shut or I'll give you more penalties. And I Jesus, was like, dude. I was like, what? what is wrong with this guy? Like I, that's just really? like unprofessional at that point. Like mm. you, like you can't do that if you're going to be like controlling a game or it at least attempting me to. off so badly. And so fast forward to the third period. And now we, we stopped the bleeding pretty good. I think at this point it's like the third period and it's like seven to three or something like that. And um, one of my, teammates who's a really good player had also just kind of had enough and he was like battling with a dude in the corner like pretty hard like was just you know had just decided i'm not losing this battle in this corner at this part of the game and they're kind of pushing each other whatever and he slash our guy slashes their guy and breaks his own stick slashing him right um so he like drops his stick and he's like man fuck this and the kooky dingbat ref calls him for a two-minute slash, right? And freaking badass Reagan comes <laughs> flying across the ice and, and goes, no, five in a game. And he kicks him out for a slash and, and is like, get out of here. And there's literally five minutes left in the third period at this point. And he's like, probably our best player, which also means he couldn't play the next game too. And we were all like, can you stop it? Like, can you, <laughs> he like, just, he also just like broke his own stick too. Like, yeah, give the kid we were a break. Like, dude, seriously, he was pissed like at himself for all that enough. And he was just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. And so he just like goes down. And, and I'm standing there talking to the other team. And the dude that he slashed comes up to me and goes, 
what's this guy's problem today? <laughs> what's this guy's deal? And I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, was that bad? And he's like, no, I just thought it was like a hockey play, like just like a battle. I don't know. Maybe I guess two minutes for slashing him if, if he broke the stick. That's like evidence. But need, five yeah. minutes, I've never seen a five minute penalty for a slash unless it's like to the head. Yeah, like the ones from the 70s where like they break the wooden stick over a guy's head who doesn't have a helmet on, then yes. But like, anyway, that was kind of a big night. drama. And then we ended up winning our next two games. And now we're, I, I like where we're, where we're headed for the playoffs. We play like one of the shittier teams first. So hopefully we can get by them Friday and then we'll go from there. I'm surprised you haven't started calling them the Milwaukee tools by now. Oh, pe- people do it all the time. Okay. And there, there's one guy on their team that's always there and he's number 20, which is also my number, but uh, he's this old guy and he just kind of like floats around and like glides around, but he like scores goals because he's big and strong on his stick. And he's that guy who's always hooking you and shit too. Like he plays that old school game or whatever. He's so annoying. We all call him old man tool. Oh man, <laughs> we need uh, we need USA hockey referee numbers for uh, Reagan power trip and uh, donkey donk or whatever. The fuck you, call yeah, it. dingbat, <laughs> dingbat, yeah, donkey, donkey. Donk. I, I feel bad. Dingbat's actually a really nice old guy, he's just like a sweet old dude. And he fell down in one of the games too. And I was like, dude, are you okay? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I was like, shit. I don't know. know. <laughs> I need the money for the milk and the beer for the life. Yeah. Just, I don't know why that sounds like a scoop voice to me, Harry. <laughs> yeah. I was actually just thinking that. Um, it, is it bad that I thought of help? I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah. No, yeah. Life, he's life... not quite that bad. I don't think he needs life alert, but he's just a little <laughs> slow and you know, whatever uh so that's beer league what'd you steal okay yeah so uh, (laughs) this one i actually didn't even like this one wasn't my fault i swear uh it was an accident yeah because the last one was also not your fault no that one was my fault well it's not my fault that whatever (laughs) new story new day this was last night uh i was at the brewers Dodgers game at Miller Park. Yes, I'm still calling it Miller Park. I refuse to call it anything else. Uh, and it's like the second inning. I go down to the concourse and I'm trying to get a beer. And they have these like marketplace stands where you like kind of just walk in there and and you get the beer off like the shelf and then you bring it to this little like self checkout type thing where and they like, a, weigh it right. They don't weigh it, but there's a guy there like helping you do it basically like like there's like three like, little... I, I saw them at cores it's like the little mini like almost like a 7-eleven like corner yes. you just like yes. walk in pull it exactly. out exactly and, and they have like peanuts and like three different kinds of beers and like you can get what you need and just do it so i'm doing this and i'm talking to this guy he's a pretty chill ass dude and he's like you got it bro like you need some help and i was like oh i think i got it and like scanning the beer um and then i go oh wait y'all probably don't take cash at these things i didn't even think about that and he was like yeah no and then he's like um and he like kind of looks around for a second and then he's like well okay you see that guy in the blue shirt over there that's like my manager type shit um so like i like to take cash but like i can't really do it like when he's here so like if you come back in like a couple innings for another beer like then i would take your cash and like just pocket and then like you could basically just like steal the beer at that point <laughs> and i'd show you some other love that's literally what he showed what he said he's like and i'd show you some other love and i was like okay it's <laughs> <was> like <laughs> well i don't know about all that but i'm gonna get this one beer with my credit card right now and like 
thanks. And so I like left. And then it's like the fifth inning and I'm like, all right, I'll get one more. <laughs> so I go back out there and I'm like, let's just see what, what the hell this guy is talking about. And I go over there and I see that the blue guy is gone. Like the supervisor person, sure enough, he had left in like the fourth inning or something. And I go over there and he's like, Oh, you're back. And I was like, yo, yeah. Like, are we in the clear? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what you getting? And I was just holding one Miller light again at that point, which was $10 by the way, which for a stadium tall boy, that's Oof. like not that bad. Actually, honestly, no, like. not at all. Uh, no, mm-hmm. you're not. Like usually at caps games, those things are like 14, 15 bucks. I feel like at least yeah. Dodger stadium, they're like 18. So I was like 10 bucks, whatever. I'll take it. Um, so I'm buying it and he goes, okay, uh, what kind of cash you got? And I pull out and I only had a 20 and, and he goes, Oh, all right. Uh, I'll tell you what, just like two more beers and, and, uh, some peanuts too. And I was like, he's like, all right. And so, you know, he's handing me the beer back. He's like, here, just take that. Give me that. And I hand him the 20 and he's like sketching out. He's like looking all around. And he just shoves the 20 in his pocket and he's like, just go get your shit and get out of here, bro. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I just took like three Miller lights and a bag of peanuts. And I'm just like walking back to my seat with that. And you know how normally at games they have to like open them for you and everything too. He didn't do any of that. He just was like, just grab some of that shit all out of there and, and go and like be quick about it. And I was like, all right. So I'm holding, like, I get to the seats. I'm, like, crack open the Millers and, like, gave two to my friends. And I'm, like, this feels weird. Like, So he just basically greenlit you to, like, <laughs> and, like to well, steal. The and way I understood like, it is he's he like, all right, you got your shit. Knows. Get out of here. The other thing is when I initially asked if he took cash, like, back in the second inning, and he was, like, no, I'll come back later. He was, like, yeah, because once that guy leaves, I can run shit how I like to run it around here. And I was, like. Oh, okay. you mean like not charge people for the stuff that you're selling so yeah. you can pocket the money well like, and it, like that's exactly it but like the more i thought about it i'm looking at this giant shelf it's literally like a gigantic shelf of like over a hundred beers and i'm like this guy probably just knows there's no way they take like fucking inventory of that shit at the end of the night you know they just like yeah. And they probably even account for like some of them to like get unscanned or Dropped like half. A, or I mean, an, like how many times issue have you or what? Like, yeah. So if the numbers aren't beer, exactly yeah. right, I'm sure it's totally fucking fine. And so he probably just knows that and was like, yeah, I could use 20 bucks cash right now. And I don't really give a fuck if this guy gets like two more beers than he's supposed to. Like, I wonder how much he makes a night doing that. Yeah, I couldn't tell if like he does this just like occasionally when he thinks he can or if it's like literally constant. But anyway, if you are in Milwaukee and you're going to the Brewers game, sit in section 412 uh, and it's the section right outside there. So tickets were also six bucks last night to see the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. So So literally like four dollars cheaper than your three beers. Yes. You were, yeah, Nick, you said green lighted. I was going to say gaslighted. I don't know if that's the right term. <laughs> green lighted, gaslighted to go to basically, I guess you didn't steal. You technically paid for it. That's so. why I said it wasn't my fault. Now, do you agree? It wasn't my fault. It's that guy's it fault. He has to allocate the funds. You I mean, you could out. you could claim like, oh, the guy said like, we're only taking cash. I was drunk as shit and just handed him cash. But like. Right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely could. Money I also don't. Money. I don't think anybody is ever going to know or give a fuck unless they listen to this podcast. No. 
Get the wow. Milwaukee Brewers like staff management CEO or like supervisor listening in on this. Like, all right, who's that fucker in 412? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but like I've definitely had people at certain hockey venues sell me beer for cash after the oh, yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Especially yeah. when after like what is it? After the second intermission when the third period's going on, like you kind of yeah. like if you go out there within the first five minutes of the third yeah. period and you say, this hey, ex- sorry, I was in the bathroom. The line was insanely long. They'll just be like, yeah, just whatever cash you have in your pocket, leave on the counter. So this experience actually made me think back to my stolen White Claw situation at the Caps playoff game and made me wonder, had I just not even tried to like finesse all that? And had I just like gone up to that dude on the low that Steven was distracted and being like, hey, dude, I really need a beer and you look like you could use 20 bucks. Like, I wonder if that would have worked also. I think it would have. I mean, if I was in that situation, I could use 20 bucks. Right. I could give you one beer and then leave work and turn that into like four beers. Right. (laughs) Very true. Well, maybe not in DC, but maybe not in DC. So maybe one and a half beers in DC, but still um, more than. Yeah. yeah, Anyway. That's I, it. I, I think I just got smarter and dumber all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that makes sense. If <laughs> my macro and micro classes freshman year had been in terms of beers instead of like numbers, I think I actually would have graduated college on time. <laughs> 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 wow, that oh, was good. Oh, Jay, how's your summer been, man? Uh been pretty crazy, honestly. Not in the pseudo stealing beers from Miller Park crazy, but um not nah, just been super busy uh working for a different internship and pumping out one to two articles a week over Seeing there. That. Loving the content. Yeah. Good stuff, uh, dude. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to write. I just wrote a story about uh Ryan Poles and Bears GM and how he's been doing. I got another NFL needs article it's getting on the NFC West upcoming. So that's been good. And then I've been trying to apply for credentials for Bears games right now. So Ooh, to actually cover that. That's exciting, so, dude. So yeah. I did I did request for the game, the Sunday night game in Green Bay, since I'll be in Milwaukee. So that would be so cool. Nice. Fingers crossed on that. Fingers crossed on that. Yeah, good luck. Good, man. man. That's awesome. Um, real quick, I'm gonna put you and Mac on the spot. Don't think too long about this, but if you had to pick a World Series winner right now, who you got? I'm going to be biased. It's Mets season, baby. Go Mets. Yeah, I, I think the Mets I'm, are I'm due. all over this baseball team. My friends always give me crap because they say that I'm like a fan of like four different baseball teams and that it's bullshit, which I don't necessarily disagree with. Uh, but I have my reasons. It's not like it's all fucking random. I'm O's, O's first and above everything, obviously. Brewers are right up there because obviously I've spent a hell of time in Milwaukee. You know, you latch onto them, especially when the O's are bad. But then I got to show love to my dad's team, the White Sox, and my mom's team, the Mets. So it's like, those are my teams. And this year, for some reason, I've been so freaking excited about this Mets team. Love their players. Love the pitching staff. How could you not, right? Mm -hmm. Scherzer and DeGrom. um, Taiwan Walker, thanks for trading trading him to me Diaz. earlier in the season that was pretty awesome uh but uh yeah i would say mets world series champs you heard it here first but it's the new york mets i've seen this movie before i can tell you how this movie is going to end what they're going to lose to the royals <laughs> yeah, yeah yes <laughs> or, or just like collapse royals. again but yeah jay who do you got you know what 
I'm gonna go dark horse. I'm Ooh. gonna say the Baltimore Seattle Orioles. Mariners. Wow, they're I like high. that they, pick. I like they, that pick. They're they've cooled off a little bit. They're six and four in their last ten, but I don't know. There's something about the Mariners. They'll get Julio Rodriguez back. I think before the season ends. They're just another really fun team. Um, if you'd asked me like two or three weeks ago, I probably would have said as a dark horse, like the Minnesota Twins, because I'd written an article about partially about the Twins, and I just love their story. But now they're second in the AL Central, so that means they're not going to do anything. So That division is pretty bad. Yeah, honestly. Like, like the Orioles would be the second team in that division. Just I keep I keep telling people, I was like, if the Orioles were in like the AL Central, any other division, literally, yeah, that, that division is a gauntlet, the AL East. Yeah, so, but I like what the Mariners are doing and they got a pretty good record at home, 31-26, so they can sneak away, so. I still have a weird feeling I will about say, the Braves. I don't uh, know why. Again? Again? Yeah. No, dude. No, not maybe not that. again, but like I would not be shocked if they got back. If they lost, oh, it, the yeah, like if they something? got back and lost, or like you mm-hmm. know, uh, CS and lost. But I mean, oh, yeah, they did just beat the Mets thirteen to one yesterday. So, uh, I will say last thing. Well, two two final notes on baseball, and then we can be done. Um, earlier today, I saw a picture of like the MLB posted like here's what the playoffs would be if it ended right now. And the Orioles are not in. They're close, but they're not in right now. And um, I just scrolled through the comment section. And this isn't the Orioles page. It's just the MLB Instagram. I scrolled through the comment section. And like every other comment that had like tons of likes was like, the O's will be in. Don't you worry. Or like Orioles are sneaking in here. Orioles 2022 World Series champs. You heard it here first. Like everyone is all over this freaking like cinderella story that the o's are still like only a couple games out of the playoffs with like a month left and i just i love it love the energy so much it's like michael scott said i am ready to get hurt again yes honestly yep uh and then last thing i feel like we just have to say something about the fernando tatis situation because it's so funny yeah someone bring me up to speed but his dad released a statement that his hair he got a haircut that like made him test positive for PEDs. No, like what's, no, what's... I haven't heard that, but so, I mean, I'm sure there's some kind of excuse. I don't know. So, either. so the first excuse that most people know about when Tatis Jr. Uh, released his statement was that uh, he had used the banned substance to help treat a ringworm that he had. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. sounds fairly reasonable. I'm like, all right, that could be plausible, but. He's not appealing the suspension, so maybe not. But Tati Sr. comes out with an absolutely wild statement saying that the band's substance was because Tati's Jr. had a hair fungus. Oh. After How's a that? haircut, I think. I don't know if did the haircut he, did part he have, like, was in there. ringworm on his scalp or something? You can get that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if ringworm is fungus, though. Those sound like two different things. Some sort of you are I mean, asking the wrong. Yeah, thing. I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> Fuck, Where are your know. MDs? Come on, help <laughs> right. me out here. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> wrong three guys. Big we guy. are not. I, I have a different we, kind of MD, but yeah, we You're cannot MD. legally yeah. give yeah. out there you go. <laughs> medical advice on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so gambling advice, is, not medical advice. 
so that is that's the current uh excuse or stealing reason. advice <laughs> so. well i don't want to say it's funny it is a little funny but i just i can't help especially because i have no i couldn't care one way or another about the padres in general so to me it is a little bit funny that they went in so hard at the trade deadline to get soto to get josh bell and hater yeah and hater and they already have tatis and machado and like all these superstars and everyone's like oh my god they're so stacked now they're they have to win and then it's like you hear this news a couple days ago and it's just like common padres l (laughs) yeah like this is quintessential like crap who's their gm again like blake oh who is it I, I can't AJ Preller. AJ oh, Preller. Oh, 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 this yeah, is classic AJ Preller. Just swing like huge moves and then they'll like somehow collapse in the most hysterical so way. <laughs> they'll collapse in the most hysterical way possible. So yeah. I will say I love the Dodgers uniforms. Or not the Dodgers, the Padres. The Padres yeah, I agree, actually. The brown hats are awesome. Yeah, the brown yeah. helmets and the hats, those are sick. They're tough. I still I didn't hate the Manny. old ones too, with the S like the navy and white SD on them. Yeah, and like the, like the orange and navy and yeah. white. Yeah, those are just, those are cool. Just never bring back those all-star jerseys. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> I still pull for Manny. I still got a lot of love for Manny. Um, so I, I root for the Padres, like, you know, whenever they're on like Sunday night baseball or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Fun team, right? I they're get, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I like their vibe in general. I do. And I like the uniforms. I agree with you, but I it's, they cannot get out of their own way. And it is no, absolutely not. Objectively a little funny. Yeah. They have um, a New York Knicks syndrome. Oh God! Don't get me started. Insanity. <laughs> Here we go. All right, everybody. Well, uh, that will wrap it up for this episode. But before we go, I think Nick has one last word for our friends at Kane Footwear. I do. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, let's take a second for some rest and recovery because we all know that's important. Uh, from Kane Footwear, uh, if you haven't heard, they're changing the game by providing a unique shoe focused on recovery while being made from sustainable materials. The Kane Revive sneaker is made with bounce back foam created from Brazilian sugar cane. A renewable resource, sugarcane helps reduce greenhouse gases by capturing CO2 as it grows. Kane's unique bounce back foam provides the ideal balance of cushioning and support to help the body renew. Head to the link in any of our social bios today to grab a pair of the most comfortable shoes you will ever own. I had them on my entire time in Denver, and they were just absolutely fantastic. I still don't take them off. I swear to God. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are the best shoes you will ever own. All right, everybody, thank you for sitting through our summer catch-up, World Junior Preview, sitting and chatting baseball and hat-trick segment. We hit through it, the kitchen sink at this episode, to try to get some material here. So uh, we're almost through the dog days of summer. We are going to be having season previews here probably in the next month, just about. We'll be getting rolling uh, full steam ahead here shortly, get back into the swing of things. Appreciate you all for listening. Thank you for the love and support. And without further ado, class dismissed.